Hey, my name is Eric, and you're listening to Viral Positivity, a podcast providing community-sourced updates, advice, and encouragement. My name is Laurence Moret-Lagacé, a.k.a. Baz, and I am born and raised Montreal, Canada, and living there currently. My life uh, for the last 15 years has been uh, mostly a director, a uh, movie director, a uh, short film director, did a shitload of music videos. Uh, also, I do advertising because, as you may know, doing music videos or even indie movies is not what brings bread to the table. So uh, I balance my life between my artistic project and uh, doing advertising. So just when the pandemic uh, started, like the March 12, I was supposed to go to South by Southwest uh, in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. And that was the day uh, that uh, Trump canceled all European flights to the United States. I was like, oh shit, maybe I should not go. Maybe there's something going on. I would say the first three weeks have been like a bit weird, a bit like what the fuck is happening? Like just trying to make sense of all this. But right after that, for me, the pandemic, strangely, has been kind of a gold rush. And uh, companies wanted to react super fast to the pandemic to, to get their point of view and to sell their shit. So I started working like nonstop. I worked like 14 hours per day, seven days a week for like two months and a half. Uh, we did, we kind of developed a nice expertise in remote shooting. So we were doing everything through Zoom. We were sending cameras to, to talents. They were shooting themselves in their home. We were seeing the feed of the camera. And we were uh, remote editing with clients. From the last two weeks, I've started, I've done two music videos uh, uh, in live action in person with people. We wear masks. In between takes, when there's when we shoot actors, remove their masks. It was music videos, so it wasn't uh, 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 super regulated like here. You, we, when you do a real TV show, real cinema. One of my friend just finished a movie a couple of days ago. She did like almost 30 days, and it was like a nightmare of like shooting with all the unions and all the masks, and like actors cannot not wear their masks for 15 minutes at a time, and. Like, you know, you don't do a lot of movies in your life, but everybody that, that's Woody Allen that can do like a movie a year. So I wouldn't want to do my movie, my personal movie with those kind of restrictions. So I'd rather wait than live shooting with masks and plexiglass between people, you know. How do you think Canada as a country has done as far as controlling the virus? I think they did a fairly good job from my point of view, especially in helping people that lost their job or that couldn't work because we were in lockdown. Uh, I think, you know, there's always people uh, questioning those regulations, questioning the government's decision, questioning is this real or not? Should Is this something to control us or whatever, you know? But I think that overall, uh, Canada has done a good job. The population has respected the new not the new laws, but, you know, wearing the mags, the social distancing, all this. Do you think that Canadian people are more willing to, to go along with the contact tracing? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's a thing here also that nobody wants to get traced by the government and nobody wants him to use like an app so uh, they can track COVID people or whatever. You know, it's like privacy is, is also a big uh, a big concern here. 
you know, Quebec is a, a really uh, a particular reality because we're a French-speaking province in Canada, an English-speaking country. The need to exist in French makes us fight so hard and makes us want to go out there and express ourselves and say something in our language. And the government kind of uh, uh, understand that and developed a lot of different funding to help the creators here do their art. The government spends money so the culture exists. A movie in French in Quebec gets government funding, but they never make their money back. You know, we don't have enough people. So that's our reality for better or worse, because, you know, when you want to do a movie you're in French here, the only way is to go through government. There's no private funding or almost none. Netflix came in and, and, and financed a movie in French, uh, the first movie in French uh, this year. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, we have the Francophone culture here in southern Louisiana as well. And there's been an issue here in, in Lafayette over the, the arts funding the local government, they're in a financial crisis because of the pandemic, and they made a lot of cuts that directly affected the arts. And they're kind of trying to say that these places should be supported by private money, or they should at least be able to make a profit and, and exist on their own without the, the subsidy. But as you point out, some of these things, they don't make any money. There's not a big enough audience, or they're just not capitalistic ventures their services to the community to preserve and, and promote the arts. Yeah, those things needs to be a society choice. And don't think this is not a concern in Quebec also. There's there's people that says there's too much spending on arts. There's the, the counterpart. People say that there's not enough money. Every couple of years, it comes back on the table. There's some cuts. The next government puts some more money. It's the political game, you know. But yeah, so we have uh, uh, some money to, to create stuff and we need to apply to those funds. All the music video I do, it's all funded by the government. It's always like something in between 10 and 20 grand, let's say. And uh, I did some projects. We got 200,000 to do a series of six episodes that, that I'm really proud of called Polyvalent. It's in French. That came out on... Uh, like the public television as an online version of it, 2.TV. It's called, it's uh, Radio Canada. You want to talk about how you guys came up with the concept and what it was like putting that together? Yeah, we wanted to do a musical for a long time. At some point, we also saw uh, the musical Book of Mormons from the creators of South Park. It's kind of like, okay, we have the right to do, to do our version of musical that is a bit crazy and a bit like absurd humor. So we created this musical, you know, we went super classic, like this girl in a high school that wants to become the prom queen, but all the container is really, really crazy. And we, we kind of went along into trying to attack every possible sensitive subject. Okay, let's talk about cocaine. Let's talk about cops. cops. Let's talk about there's a guy that pees on an, uh, uh, somebody in a wheelchair and there's a school shooting. Let's do everything we can to, to like, let's put everything in that musical, but always in a fun way. So it was kind of like that reaction uh, to the, the reality that we were living, Polyvalent. 
but in a very absurd and completely over the top way. Let's talk about your film, uh, Game of Death. Yeah, I wrote the film with two friends back in 2015. Uh, we got into production into 2016. That was your first uh, feature length film? Yeah, my first feature length. You had some kind of distribution issues. Uh, I'll, I'll let you elaborate on that. All the movie was financed by uh, a company called Black Pills uh, that was just starting. It was a French company with some uh, investors from the, the U.S. They wanted to become the Netflix for mobile. They had a lot of funding, so they financed our film So they, they, they add the rights to the movie for two years. Uh -huh. In 2017, we kind of did a nice festival route. We didn't know that, that the movie would add that kind of success. We did like 40 festivals, Sidges, like the biggest genre festival uh, in the world. It was super exciting. But after that, the movie got released on Black Pills. So nobody had this app. Nobody could knew this app existed. Everybody wanted to know where, when it would be released, but it was released on Black Pills. Their app kind of like went bankrupt or shut down a couple months ago. And we got back our uh, rights for the movie in July. So we started to try to, to find distribution. You know, after two years, the movie wasn't as sexy as it was Uh, when it first finished the festival routes, we could have sold it for a way better box. But um, it just got released. The DVD is out there. It's really nice to see it uh, come alive again, to, to, to see people hate it, love it, whatever. Like Any opinion is great. I just want to see my movie exist out there, you know? And you want to let our listeners know where they can find out more about you and your work? You can go on hellomynameisbaz.com. That's my website. Uh, besides that, uh, you can search for The Game of Death 2020. You'll find it right away. It's uh, available on uh, lots of different platforms, Amazon, uh, Google Play, uh, PlayStation Store. Everybody has an opinion. We have the right to disagree. Disagreement doesn't mean necessarily fighting. That's through disagreement that comes great idea, that comes great friendship, that comes uh, new understanding, new perspective. So, uh, yeah, let's just listen to each other and accept that we are all different. This was great, Eric. Thanks a lot. Please subscribe to the Viral Positivity Podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. And check us out on Facebook at fb.me slash V positivity. Until next time, take care.